Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey everybody, and welcome to our podcast, Rooted Deep. I'm here with Reba Bowman, and the last couple of sessions we have been talking about our emotional struggles. And I was able to share a little bit of my testimony, uh, having gone through this, um, compassion fatigue, burnout. And, and then this, our last podcast, we talked specifically about life hacks, what to do when you find yourself um, in, this, in this struggle and try to give you some tools, some, uh, some, just something in your toolbox that you have at the ready. But then we wanted this time to talk specifically more about resources. There are some things, there's some books out there. There's a lot of great stuff. Um, and, and we've gone through over the years that um, Reba and I have been going, you know, talking and spending time with, with different people. And yep. even some of the books that she's given just today, I'm like, oh, wait, I haven't read that book yet. So I'm really excited. And so we're just going to jump in and talk specifically about books and resources that can help you out as, uh, as you're going through this and just prepare, put more things in your toolbox. Absolutely. And um, we want you to be proactive in yeah. your in your in your healing um and in your in the battle that we do every day with our emotions uh we would be foolish to say well you know we just have we we got that figured out uh we don't yeah yeah um, and we talked about i think in the last session i mentioned uh, the leaky roof and that's my favorite yeah. illustration and if you're listening right now and you're like you know things are fine but i do know that i struggle I want some things in my hand. I want some tools in my toolbox so I can just go ahead and get things in place. So when when the stressors do come on or when the triggers do happen, I already have resources. I have Bible verses. I have books I can read and I have that accountability partner. Um, and so we're just going to jump into books right now. Uh, Reba, right before the podcast, has mentioned have mentioned a couple of books that I think are just great resources to have when we're going through this struggle. Yeah, absolutely. So through the years of counseling, I have some just books that I, I'm just like, they're my go-tos mm -hmm. for, for, for us when we're kind of in a different place. And some of these really are my go-to. Uh, one of them I want to mention uh, is by Kay Arthur. And it's called When the Hurt Runs Deep. Mm. And I, I love this book for a lot of different reasons. But I think if you're seeking healing and hope in the midst of a, just a very uh, just a really difficult time. And I think these are things that bring on emotional struggles. Yeah. Sometimes people go through difficult days and, um, and emotions come with all of our difficult days and, and that's normal. Okay. Uh, but there are times when our emotions get in the driver's seat and throw us in the back seat and they take over. Right. And that's when the danger comes is when our emotions are driving what's going yeah. on. And so Kay is really going to talk about how to deal and how to process through heartache, how to process through mm -hmm. pain, how to process through really difficult situations and come out on the other side solid. Um, right. not, not, you know, not that we don't hurt and cry and those kind of things, but we all get to those points. I think where we ask questions like, why me? Mm, yeah. Why now? You yeah. know, of all the times in the of world, why the now? Yeah. What have I done to deserve this? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so, you know, Kay, Kay has gone through some of her own major storms in her life. Personally, she shares the wisdom and insight she has from mm -hmm. that, um, and really just gives us some really strong scripture that anchors our lives. Um, yeah. and, and I want to just kind of, 
Let me side note really quick just mm -hmm. to say today we're giving people a lot of resources and a lot of go-tos. But one of the things that I want to be careful that you hear from us is that some of the most powerful things you can do is the word of God. It really yes. is yeah. the sword. We talked about it last time, mm -hmm. but I really want to emphasize that nothing really replaces those truths. And even when you read some of these books, these, these women's experience and their life and their direction they give us is really should be pointing us back to the truths that we anchor in, in the word of God. So I want to make sure today that you did, if you missed last time's podcast, you need to go back and get that one in order to really put these two together in a way that'll harmonize nice for you. Because um, we understand really clearly that Allie, myself, Kay Arthur, nobody we're getting ready to talk to you about has all the answers, uh, you know? Right. Yeah. So, um, I do remember talking about this next book and we mentioned in the podcast, uh, this, our last podcast is the book boundaries and, um, Cloud and Townsend wrote this book and they, I mean, I, I hear it come up, I read it and I've read it several times throughout, you know, throughout my time personally, yep. as, as well as I've recommended it in other places because, and it's funny that it's funny that you mentioned the word of God, because I actually, I recommended this book to a friend of mine who's not a Christian. Mm -hmm. And she was like, she, you know, and she said, that's really good. I liked the book and, and everything it said, but it just had too many God quotes in it. That's what she yeah. called Bible verses was God quotes. And I'm like, yeah. that's exactly what it means because we all need those God quotes in our lives. This is when the Bible is speaking to you. This is when Cloud and Townsend are telling you, giving you some things to say. And this is why they say it because it comes directly from yeah. the word of God with those God quotes. But Boundaries is a really good book because a lot of times our struggle and our stressors are because we have there's we have no margin we don't have any way mm -hmm. to say no we haven't put boundaries on those on those difficult interpersonal conflicts that may trigger us we talked about the holidays we talked about mm -hmm. and we talked about maybe let's let's put some boundaries up and so i wanted to throw that book out there because yeah. it's really a good book when you're trying to just put some boundaries in place put some fences up now not you know don't isolate yourself from everybody right. but just know how far to let somebody in or how far to let somebody um affect your uh, you know affect your uh your mental health your oh absolutely and you know jumping uh, adding a little uh connection to that point um when i when i recommend boundaries there's another book that i oftentimes will recommend in conjunction with that one and it's jan Silvius's book foolproofing your life mm, okay. um and honestly, I'm going to tell you what she deals with. And it sounds like, oh my word, when you hear the topic, but it's so important. Some of us have people in our lives that are fools, according to the yeah. definition of Proverbs. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like- And if you so, don't know anybody, it might be you. I'm just yeah, saying, I mean, that's what that happened to me. <laughs> I was the fool. Well, it just sounds so brutal to say that, yeah. right? Because, right. Know, mama taught me not to say that word. Mm -hmm. You don't yeah. talk to a fool. But here's the thing, Jan talks about the fact that many times we have let people in our lives that are actually ruining our lives. Mm -hmm. And we don't know how to, we don't know what to do with those people. They're in now and we can't seem to get rid of them. Yeah. And, and so um, Jan really walks you through how to take what Cloud and Townsend would say are great boundaries mm -hmm. in your life, yeah. but how to deal with those people in your life that are maybe some serious emotional mm -hmm. triggers for you. Yeah. These are people that can take you up the wall, across mm -hmm. the ceiling and back down again. Yeah. And really how to deal with those people in your life, mm -hmm. uh, regardless of how close they are in proximity yeah. to you. you yeah. know, maybe you're married to one of those people, or maybe mm -hmm. you know it's a sister or a mother or a dear friend, but mm -hmm. just how to put those up. So I would 
in conjunction with boundaries, yes, I'm going to throw in Foolproofing Your Life by Jan Silvius. Mm-hmm. If speaking to you, go grab that book and or those books and read them uh, one right after another. And I think they yeah. will really, really help you. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to mention um, Cloud and Townsend companion book, Safe People. But I like yes. uh, Jan, uh, Jan's uh, book, Foolproofing Your Life, because again, there are some people you really can't, it's not like you can cut them out of your life, but you just know, learning to identify what, mm-hmm. what is it about them that, that really is not healthy for you and, and, and being able to just put out, you know, okay, you can come this far, but no further. And, uh, yep. and that's really important, but jumping off of the, uh, of the book boundaries, I think, um, and you and I have talked about this book before. And I remember, I think I remember one time somebody asked me to do something and I, I was like, I absolutely cannot do that. And they had the audacity, the chutzpah to ask me, why can't you do that? And I, at that moment, thankfully, I had the ability and the chutzpah to say back, I have scheduled a nap. I cannot do that because that is the moment that I will be napping. And that person was just shocked. Like, okay, you're not going to do this ministry because you must nap. And I was like, absolutely, I must nap because uh, bad things happen if I don't, if I don't do that, you know? And the book, The Best Yes is just understanding your people mm. are women tend to just say yes to everything. And part of that is they feel like they feel maybe an insecurity or they, my identity or guilt. is in guilt. Um, yes. You know, how much, yeah. how much are you, am I going to allow you to guilt me into not napping or whatever? And that book, the best yes, I think for a lot of women has been able to say, okay, I, there's things that I cannot take out of my life. I have to take care of my children. I have to do this. I have to yes. do certain things. Those are my best yes, because there's other things that they're not bad things in your life, but right. it's just not the right time for you to be involved in that and, and understanding and when, when to put those boundaries again up or when to just mm-hmm. say, you know, no, I'm, I'm napping. And I right. think I want to write a book called, no, I can't, I'm napping. I think yeah. that's, <laughs> that's your next bestseller. Right. Yeah, that's, nap. that's by Lisa Turkhurst, mm-hmm. the best yes. Yeah. And I agree. I think we all need a strong sense of priorities. Mm-hmm. We need to understand, we don't need to let other people dictate our priorities, but yeah. we need a strong sense of what we value in our own lives, what's important, mm-hmm. what's necessary to keep me mentally, uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually strong. And once we identify those, then we need to make sure those pieces happen and those are high priorities in our life. Right. So we have to learn to say no. And, you know, we, we, you know, Allie, we both say no to a lot of stuff we would mm-hmm. love to say yes yeah. to. Yeah. I mean, we would love to say yes. I mean, I, I, I want to say yes so bad I can hardly stand it. Mm-hmm. But I realize that when I take what I'm being asked to do and I lay it against what I know maybe God's given me to do at the time, yeah. what he's called me to do or mm-hmm. what was be wise for my life right. at the moment. Yeah. This is not it. And, and I remember you asking, actually asking, I was like, Hey, I've got this great idea. I'm going to do this. And I remember you as my counselor just said, Hey, wait a minute. I'm not sure. Let's just think about it. It's a great cause. I know, yeah. you know, and I don't know if you remember this conversation, but I remember it because I'm like, you were, you were literally telling me, I don't, if anybody can do it, it's you, except for the fact that you don't have the time. If you had 48 mm-hmm. hours in a day instead of 24, maybe, you know, and yeah. understanding and having people in your life and uh, books, absolutely. But also having people in your life and saying, I don't think that you have time for that. Just, yeah. I really don't. Yeah, because, you know, it's just, I think we all, well, not everybody maybe, but yeah. some of us tend to lean into that, oh, more is better. 
Mm. I mean, I run a ministry called Dare for More, okay? <laughs> of course, more is better. Um, right. But we have to realize more is not always better. Yeah. Um, you know, and we have to figure out what that looks like in our life in order to be able to give our families um, the best of us um, mm-hmm. and to be able to give our marriage the best of us, to be able to give our children the best of us, to be able to give our you know, our ministry is the best of yeah. us. Um, yeah. And I know Dare for More is going to greatly suffer if I give everybody else the best of me and I only give right. Dare for More what's left over. So yeah. absolutely. Now, here's another one, um, Allie, that I just love. Um, it's by Beth Moore and it's called Breaking Free. Mm. Um, now, this is an oldie, but a goodie. In other yeah. words, Beth has had this book out for quite a long time. She did a, 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 a Bible study series wrapped around it. But this is, I love this book for so many reasons, because I think so many of us have been in bondage for years to, to emotional and maybe mental struggles that we have had, thoughts, feelings, situations, circumstances, addictions. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you name it. Many of us are to, in bondage to something in our lives. And it, maybe it's just a thought process. Maybe it's just a way of thinking um, that we have just developed into for years until uh, we've, cr- we've created a monstrous habit around wrapped yeah. into all of this. I, you know, I don't know what it is for people, but this book gives you one of the best biblical strategies for breaking free mm-hmm. from addictions in your life. And I don't mean you know, drugs and alcohol, although that might be your thing. And if it is, this is going to help you. But what I'm talking about is just the way I think, the way I feel, the way I respond, the way Mm -hmm. I react, Uh, maybe something I call my personality, which is really actually a sinful behavior, but you know, it's really an incredible resource Mm -hmm. for figuring out how to use the, the word of God to break free. Yeah. That um, I was talking with my Celebrate Recovery group the other day um, in step study. And one of the things we were talking about is, you know, sometimes we act or react in the red zone or the blue zone, which is, that's actually a very good book um, about when we, instead of, because we keep saying the word emotional and, and we don't want you to, we don't want you to feel like emotions are bad. No. Um, a lot of times we act with emotion um, and, and acting with emotion is fine. It's when we're acting from emotion or we're reacting, you know what I'm saying? There's a difference yeah. between, I mean, I can serve somebody with passion or I can confront somebody in, in anger, but it's where it, you know, because I'm angry about something that has happened. And we see this in the Bible uh, with yeah. Jesus Christ, controlled, actually, anger. You know, sure. controlled anger, but he was, he was acting with emotion, but he wasn't like Peter cutting off somebody's ear acting just out of Emotion. There's a different, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and so there's a difference. I was talking to my 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 Bible study group about that the other day, but there's this one book that I just I've just started it, and it's just a really it's really hitting home. You mentioned the word guilt, and it really hits home with the women um, that I serve, and sometimes me personally. The book is called Nothing to Prove by Jenny Allen, and it's about it really just kind of gets it down to the nitty gritty. Are you just are you just choosing to do all of these things and making all these commitments because you feel like you're either guilted into it, you don't feel like mm-hmm. you're enough, and it, and it really gets, um, she talks about her own struggle with uh, as a pastor's wife um, and, and, and walking down the hallways, and, and with, with, she, she struggles with ADD. And so when there's a full hallway of a bunch of, you know, a bunch of church people and she's the, she's the pastor's wife and she knows she's got to deal with everybody, but her mind literally kind of shuts down right. because, you know, and, and the super 
amount of guilt that she was, you know, that she was uh, experiencing because she mm. felt like she had so much to prove. And, um, and I, that book is just really, it's kind of um, rattling my chains a little bit because I think it's, it helped, it speaks to a lot of things that I think, I feel like a lot of Christians struggle with is so acting out of guilt and their, their identity is more in what they're doing instead of who they are in Christ. And I think that's, you know, it's really a good book to, to remember those priorities. Oh, I love it. And, you know, really connected to that. Again, I'm going to go to a Beth Moore book one more time, but she wrote a book several years ago called So Long Insecurity. And I think that the thing about insecurity, number one, we can all be insecure. Let's just get that out there. Okay. Um, and sometimes I'm insecure and my insecurities lead me to trouble. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes I get into trouble and my Trouble leads me to insecurity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But one way or another, we usually get, find ourselves standing in front of that long hallway mm -hmm. of insecurity yeah. and, and questioning ourselves and doubting even who God is to the right. point of our insecurities can really drive us there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's, um, it's such an easy read. Um, and Beth shares her own insecurities in the book, but I think it's very important for us to realize that what you said is so true. Emotion is good. God gave it to us mm -hmm. and thank goodness we have it or we would be very robotic in our yeah. feelings and in our actions, but we have all of these, this broad scale of emotions that we can experience. And for some of us women, we can experience the whole gamut in 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> you know, we can, we can rock that whole uh, spectrum of emotion in quick period time. But here's the thing, our emotions can also be um, impacted by other things. And so this, our securities are so connected to that as I know as women, and, and I think that, I think I want people to be okay to hear that. This is not like a derogatory statement towards women. This is just identifying who we are as women yeah. many times. Yeah. And as women, many times we can actually struggle with our securities, maybe more so than the guys do a little bit. And yeah. so when we find ourselves there, um, we can really get in a bad place pretty quickly, yeah. making wrong decisions and um, our motivation is all twisted and our thoughts are wrong and mm -hmm. um, all of a sudden we're spiraling. So yeah. whether you struggle with insecurity and it leads you to trouble or whether your troubles lead you to insecurity, <laughs> uh, I would, I think this is a great anchor book for us mm. just to be able to say, okay, hang on a second. Um, when I do, I, I need a strategy for dealing with my yeah. own sets of insecurities. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are not, I don't know, um, if you are not a reader today, we're also going to talk about a couple of other things. Um, it's, you know, in my own testimony, I've had to to make some changes. Mm. Um, and, you know, and so we wanted to go into that because some people are like, I don't, I don't want to read, just tell me what to do or give me the bullet points or whatever. Right. Um, and right. so um, that's, that, yeah, exactly. And audio, but well, that's why we're doing a podcast for the, for the non-readers out there. Right. And, yeah. um, but I did want to, I did want to mention, there's one thing that I feel like a lot of us maybe, and, and we're a consumer driven society. Absolutely. And so, and we look at things on, you know, on social media, and, you know, and, and everybody always puts their best forward on social media. I know that oh, I, if I take a picture truth. of my, I know if I take a picture of my dining room table right now at this moment, it would be beautiful and everybody would be so impressed, except for that's not how it always looks. Right. And so I want for some people just to take a picture of this is what it really looks like after yeah. dinner, after I, sh I come home and throw everything on there. And, and, and I think a lot of times we've given, we've given ourselves um, uh, just such a super high standard. 
Um, and part of that, I think, whether we're a shopper or a hoarder, but I feel like a lot of us might have cluttered spaces, even in our homes. And I'm not talking about in our minds. We already know that. We're talking about that. But the the correlation between, and it's it's scientifically proven, the correlation between um, a cluttered home, a cluttered room, or a cluttered office with mm. our emotions and our anxiety, there is a connection. And I, you know, there's there's a couple of TV shows right now, Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Um, I went through that. Um, in December. And I was just chilling, just Netflix binging. Don't ever binge watch a tidying up show because oh. I literally, <laughs> I came home and I just started just giving away stuff and try selling stuff and oh, just, that's just getting it out. And it's interesting because we don't realize until we, until we move or until we, you know, we, we take stock, we have a lot of stuff and there's a lot of stuff just kind of piled. Yeah, if true. Reba looks behind me, she can see just an entire bookshelf yeah we do this podcast on zoom so we can have a conversation so yeah I can see her bookshelf behind her sure I need it but Marie Kondo um just talks about piling all of your stuff she starts with clothes piling all your clothes on top of your bed so first of all you see how many you do don't just flip through like because a lot of people a lot of us like flip through the, the the closet and we take stuff out that we don't want no she takes it all out of the drawers if it's in the hamper, if it's in the closet, you pile it all up onto the, onto your bed. Then you realize how much stuff you have. And Mm. then you start, you know, purging, you start like taking it away. And it's funny because she actually says, if there's something that you like, but you don't, it doesn't bring you joy or you don't, you know, it's too much. You have too many of them. Like I have right now. And I have two in that. I have two in my, my truck and three in my closet. I have four or five jean jackets why do I need four or five jean jackets if only if I'm only gonna wear one I mean you know come on I got you so you take it and you look at it and you think and she actually says you physically say thank you I've really enjoyed wearing you but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you away and she's it's just it's really <laughs> funny and I'm like I'm not gonna thank my clothes you know but she says right that. but it's it's because we come home and there's stuff everywhere and there's already an emotional we already are kind of emotionally tangled and emotionally tied to so many things that maybe decluttering, cleaning some stuff up might help. That just might be a life hack. We, we probably should have mentioned it in the life in the last podcast, but there is a, there is definitely a yeah. connection between, between clutter and anxiety. And I know I feel it sometimes. Okay. So yeah. So maybe if you're like resonating with what Ellie says, you know, maybe you don't want to Maybe you do want to pull all your clothes out and pile them on the thing, but maybe if you don't want to do that, but you, but you can look, we can always look around us and see um, spaces in our life that stress us out. And I do think a lot of times our homes are places, especially as we have really busy women who are juggling jobs, they're juggling this, that, and the other, that they're just, their home can be a point of, um, of guilt for them. Mm-hmm. And it can be a point of uh, over the overwhelm happens when they mm-hmm. enter their own front door. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that should be the way it is. Your home should yeah. be a place of sanctuary. It should be mm-hmm. a place of rest. It should be a place of, you know, a place where you love to come and just, it's your, it's your special place in the world. Right. That's your home. Yeah. And so, um, you know, maybe you're resonating with a little bit of this and you're like, okay, um, I'm kind of a hoarder or I've got stuff everywhere and maybe it's time to uh, do a little purge, do a little giveaway <laughs> to the Salvation Army, you know, uh, yeah. maybe uh, take some stuff to a shelter uh, or whatever, some things maybe that you just don't need anymore, mm-hmm. you don't use anymore. But yeah, just uh, just getting that 
that clutter or mm -hmm. the clean, just getting that out of your life so that you have kind of a, you can breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And the book, the book, Ordering Your Private World is one of those books that mm -hmm. really helps that out with, uh, by McDonald really, you know, kind of puts things in order. And, you know, because like we've said, we've said it before, you can go on vacation, but when you come back, unless mm -hmm. you've made changes and unless you've put some things in order to where the stresses, the stressors or the triggers aren't going to be as strong or as, right. you know, in your face, those are some things that you really need to think about. And ordering your private world is a good book to, to kind of help you, you know, like order, re, kind of organize it, you know, um, mm -hmm. because we're out there externally in the world and we're showing people how, you know, trying to show people what all we do and everything. But if you're coming into a place that's unorganized or if you're coming into a situation that is, you know, you haven't organized it correctly, then, you know, things go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you may be like, if you're sitting there, they're like, what is she talking about? I don't even get what she's saying. You may be more like me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like uh, where it, there's a certain degree that it bothers me at, but I have a large <laughs> margin for that. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you're, you know, this may not be your thing totally. Um, in fact, just having your piles may, may, and you know exactly where everything is in your piles, <laughs> that may be something different for you, but but what we're hoping that we're going to give you is a super broad spectrum of things that mm -hmm. may really trigger some things for you. But I know in my own life, even though I'm not necessarily uh, every a place for everything and everything in its place, yeah. that's yeah. not, I'm not mm -hmm. totally that person. However, I do know that there comes a point where enough is enough and, and yeah. I've got to be disciplined. And I think this is a word that we, we, we don't like this word. Yeah. We don't like the word discipline, but honestly, everything we do, even these books that we gave you, okay, it takes us, it, you know, it's one thing to read them. It's another mm -hmm. thing to be disciplined, to put them into action. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, you've got to know right now, if you're listening to right now, mm -hmm. you have to understand that if, if you just read what we're saying, or you're just sitting over there going, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. I, I can, I'm, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's, you talk about it, girls. You know, it, that doesn't mean that it's going to change if you don't mm -hmm. actually create a plan and do something yeah. about it. Yeah. So, um, so be sure that you don't miss the forest for the trees here, mm -hmm. grab a strategy here and actually yeah. execute. So mm -hmm. maybe it's, a, it's a declutter, um, yeah. you know, and maybe, maybe it's grabbing a book that really speaks into mm -hmm. certain areas of your life. Uh, yeah. maybe that's what you need to do, but actually action points are, are necessary yeah. <laughs> in order to actually for change to happen. Right. Right. So important. Um, we also have mentioned um, not only books or resources, and maybe there's, um, like you said, clutter, or maybe there's other things in your life that you could kind of clean up and get get in, you know, some sort of an order of your private world, because yeah. people who live in chaos tend to have chaos around yeah. them constantly. But also, I think uh, counseling. Mm. Um, and in our world, sometimes we've made counseling um a taboo kind of thing yeah yeah and it's been like oh she's you're going counseling. to counseling yeah. oh <laughs> you must have deep dark mm. issues that you know and that makes me laugh uh yeah. because uh it's all of us need counsel through right. our lives in fact yeah. the bible says in a multitude of counselors, yeah, counselors. there is safety right okay um the work Christ, you know, uses these concepts and teaches, you know, there's just, 
there's just a good thing to have wisdom in our mm-hmm. lives and people speaking yeah. wisdom in our life and speaking truth to us in our life. And, and, and so uh, we want to encourage you that maybe you just need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important. I realize I, I remember, you know, um, when I was first going into this, you know, just, I was recognizing that I was not healthy. I was thinking mm-hmm. too much about, I was, I was, I was thinking too much about suicide. I was thinking too much about just wanting everything to just go away. And I was thinking too much about quitting. And I knew that that number one, I knew that that was not normally who I am. So I right. had thankfully, logically and rationally, I can say, okay, nobody should, I, I, I'm not the type of person that would wish to, for these things to happen to myself. Sure. So I needed and, you know, and, and, and my mom accompanied me to, to a psychiatrist because it, it was to the point where I was, I was scared and, and my family was scared for me. And um, so for a little while, I was actually on a medication, mm-hmm. but thankfully I was also going to a counselor and she was saying, okay, that we've got to look at what brought you to this point because medicine is while you're on this medicine, there are some things that you possibly need to change or look at, you know, and look yeah. at whether it's burnout or, or compassion fatigue or, or whether it's just, you know, if it, if it's something. And so I was able to, for a little bit of a time, I, it was about a little bit yet less than a year. I was on medication, but I knew that I, that the medication was not just like with a, with a heart problem. The doctor prescribes medication, but he also suggests some lifestyle changes, diet, Absolutely. exercise. Um, a diabetic also has medication, but then there needs to be a diet change. And so in, in, my, um, in my emotional struggles, I was on a medication, but at the same time, I needed to make changes and I needed to, whether it was order my private world or whether it was actually tearing down um, or just like stopping an entire ministry to say, this is not healthy for me to continue I have to step away so I can put things in order and then Mm -hmm. building back up to where, okay, I can start the ministry again, but it's going to be in, in the correct way, or it's, Mm -hmm. it's going to be, you know, and so I had to make those decisions, but a counselor was the one who was saying, okay, while you're on your medication, you know, you need to also be doing these things and was able to just kind of talk me through those moments. Yeah. And and it's so there's, there's times and places in our life where we just need to take that pause Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, I want to encourage people, don't wait until you get into a hole Yeah. to, to, you know, and you're having to, and there's no, and you feel like there's no hope. Then the last resort is to go get mm-hmm. help. Go yeah. get help early on. Right. And, and I, I want to encourage people, I, you know, you, we all need levels of, of accountability. We all need people we can talk to people we can process with, um, and people who are, mature enough and wise enough and spiritually sound enough to be able to tell us hard things and to guide us through that. But there's times when, you know, even Allie, in your situation, you and I had some lengthy, difficult conversations through that. Mm -hmm. Um, But there were, but, but I know the power of having somebody who doesn't know you yeah, and and doesn't and that you don't have to look at every day Mm -hmm. um, to be able to go to and just kind of, unload on there's yeah. a freedom there mm-hmm. and um and as I travel and speak at women's events mm-hmm. a lot of times I end up being that person because they know I'm getting on a plane and right. flying away you know yeah. and so they don't have to see me anymore and so you know a lot of times women will come and say what would you uh, this is my struggle what do you think or whatever and I'm able at least to point them in the right direction mm-hmm. but count that's what that's what's so great about 
someone who who knows what they're doing, who has Mm -hmm. some wisdom and maturity, but also has the training to be able to help you walk through some of these difficulties. And um, and I love what you said, man, I just think this is so good about this balanced approach to healing. Sometimes it does require medication. And if you have a medical issue, if there's a chemical imbalance in your life and there's some situations you've got going on, you know, there's times that medication may be lifelong, Um, you know, and you need it because your body doesn't produce what it should be producing or it doesn't produce it in the amount or it produces too much. Too much. Okay. Yeah. Um, And a doctor would be able to tell you that they'll be able to say, this is what's going on in your chemically and this is how we can fix it. Um, but there's times when it's like, okay, you know, we need a temporary, we need a temporary help here to be able to, mm-hmm. to get you from here to here. And, but we're also going to put all these other things in place. Yeah. And I love that because that's really when, you know, you've got a solid counselor mm-hmm. is when it's somebody that's not just saying, take this, take the medicine, you'll feel better and, yeah. and, and forget it. But it's somebody who says, okay, we're going to do this. Plus we're going to do this. And we're going to look at this because the goal is to get you to a point of strength and healthy uh, place where you can function well. Right. And you can, and then you can put all the other things we talked about in place to yeah. protect yourself from getting to that point again. Exactly. So, yeah. so super encouragement for people to go and find good counselors and people who can speak into whatever they're facing. And there's a reason I know that when I was going through this, I didn't know, you know, you don't know who you can talk to because Mm -hmm. there is such a stigma in the, in the Christian community, especially maybe the Baptist community. There's such a stigma, but at the same time, I feel like that's why there are so many books out there because (laughs) it's like, we know that you're not going to go to church and tell your pastor's wife or the lady at the organ about your problem. So here's a book, you know, but at the same yeah. time, it was it was really, a, once I actually started just sharing, it's amazing how many people have been like, okay, wait a minute, that's that's me too, you know, mm-hmm. and, and being able to share that testimony and saying, it's not, it's not a lack of faith. It's not a sin. It's, yeah. you know, there are some things that need to be handled, just like it's not, you know, it's not a sin to have a heart problem. It's the same situation. It's one of those right. things that you do need help. And, and I, I hope that we could get rid of the stigma. But, but that people will just say, you know, I need help. I'm not doing well. I need to, I need an accountability partner. I need somebody who I can say, you know, this is my code word come running and, um, and then understanding. And, and maybe like you said, it's going to need to be somebody that doesn't know you. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and that's fine. It's, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It is. And I, and I think that in all of this, we also just add that a word of caution that no person, no one person mm-hmm. should be your umbilical cord. Uh, I can't make it without you. That's unhealthy yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. And you create a codependent relationship mm-hmm. and you can create a lot of emotional instability just because, oh, if it wasn't for this person, I would right. never make it through. Unhealthy words. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Unhealthy yeah. words. So you're not looking for this person who's going to pick you up and carry you through life. Yes. You yeah. are looking for a person who is spiritually strong, wise, someone who can, and, and, and in many cases, someone who actually has training, okay. In counseling or psychology or psychiatry, Mm -hmm. where they could actually speak into what's going on beyond Mm -hmm. the surface of your life. But then you need somebody who's just going to tell you the truth, Mm -hmm. um, and is going to, you know, not be this, uh, human umbilical cord that you've hooked up to that you're just going to get through life with. So, you know, 
putting all of these pieces in place in your life is such, it's so important for all of us in being healthy. Um, And honestly, just having the lack of pride to say, I need Mm, help. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just a little bit of humility saying, I can't, I thought I could, and I got myself in trouble. Yeah. Yep. Throw the white flag. Yeah, absolutely. So, so as we leave today, I want you to think about these resources that we've mentioned. Um, Again, the best yes by Lisa Turkhurst. Um, So long insecurity with Beth Moore, ordering your private world, Um, breaking free by Beth Mm -hmm. Moore, Uh, Kay Arthur's uh, when hurt, uh, when the hurt runs deep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, uh, and then also Allie, you mentioned one by uh, Jenny nothing, Allen. Yeah. Nothing to prove. Nothing to prove by Jenny Allen. Yeah. Um, and so there are probably a hundred more we could have yeah, mentioned, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but these are just the ones that came to our hearts and minds and ones we mm-hmm. thought were valuable to you today. Uh, but you know, any of these resources, thinking about what Allie said about just decluttering a little bit mm-hmm. maybe, and trying to get that if your world is chaos, then you're not going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kind of making your world a little bit more organized and uh, ordering your private world is a good book yeah. to look at doing that. Um, learning to say no when to some things, Lisa Turkhurst's book, that's going to be helpful. Uh, and then as we kind of bring it to a close, don't be afraid to get help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to reach out, schedule that appointment, ask for references, get somebody good, somebody that you can trust, but do not be afraid to reach out and get a little bit of help in order to be able to find and navigate your way from where you're at to where you know you need to be. Um, And that is just super important uh, as we deal with our emotions, which as we've said, Allie, (laughs) God gave them to us. Yep, we got them. They're good. (laughs) um yay we have them because we make things interesting oh we love the positive sides of the Mm -hmm. emotions the joy that we experience the love that we feel uh you know the the just the the fun and that all of the all of the wonderful things that our emotions give us but we do know that sometimes they can take us hostage yeah um and and they can turn into monsters if we allow them to so what we want to do is to try to pour into the principles that the word of God gives us on learning how to have that fruit of the spirit in our lives. that helps us Mm -hmm. deal with our emotions in a really strong and healthy way. Um, And even sometimes, like you said, even anger can be, can be righteous Uh, and, and it can be done well. So, wow. So many things that we have unpacked in four uh, podcast. We really hope that you got something out of this. Reach out to us if you have questions. We'll love to take your questions and deal with those. And if we get a lot of questions in, we may just do a podcast a where podcast. we just field <laughs> some of those questions. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but we'll um, we'll try to do our best we can to help build some of those. But thanks for being a part of the podcast today. Uh, and uh, we are excited to be able, hopefully, to pour into your emotional health as you get strong and rooted deep in trying to become a woman who is successful in her life in all areas of her life. All right. Well, have a good day. and We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.